Hello and welcome to another episode of Virtual Legality. I'm your host, Richard Hogue, managing member of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan. And in case you didn't know it, today was a Nintendo Direct Day. Nintendo had a number of announcements for both its own first-party deliveries and third-party deliveries, including one that's a bit of both and has caused a lot of questions online. We can see in their tweet from just a few hours ago that Nintendo is welcoming you to enjoy one of the most famous and most popular games, at least of its time, in James Bond GoldenEye 007 on the Nintendo 64. Or as they describe it, ready up for your objective, secret agents, Nintendo 64's GoldenEye 007 is coming soon to Nintendo Switch for Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack members now with online play. Now, if you aren't familiar with the Nintendo ecosystem at all, Nintendo has placed all of its emulated virtual console-esque titles in their Nintendo Switch online and expansion pack subscription services. Think Game Pass, something along those lines, but very targeted at either DLC for the releases that they have, such as Animal Crossing or Mario Kart, and these virtual console experiences. The other thing I think we should note is that this specific tweet and other references that were heard in the Nintendo Direct itself refer to GoldenEye as Nintendo 64's GoldenEye, suggesting to me from the outside that this is supposed to be a perfect emulation of what Nintendo 64's game was to be without additional bells and whistles outside of what their emulation software might otherwise offer. Now, that might sound like angels on the head of a pin to you, but we're talking at this level because at almost the same time, Rare, the makers of the original GoldenEye, put out another tweet that said, 25 years after its original release, experience GoldenEye 007 faithfully recreated for Xbox consoles, including achievements, 4K resolution, and a smoother frame rate, even in split-screen local multiplayer. Coming soon to Xbox Game Pass. Now we have competing announcements released at about the same time, probably by agreement between the parties, and we will get to that as part of this video, with slightly different descriptions of what sounds like the same game, but which I'm going to posit, speculation here, is not. I'm going to posit that Nintendo is offering this emulated version of the original code, not touched up at all other than what their software emulation is otherwise doing, and that Rare has built up a different version based on the assets that Rare had originally that will run on Xbox. Note also that neither of these, and we will see this in the competing press release news type announcements we have in this video, that both are available not necessarily to purchase, We know stuff that winds up in the expansion pack isn't purchasable separately in the Nintendo eShop, but here on Xbox, we don't have reference to it being made available to purchase either, and that's going to be an interesting part of the story. As you can imagine, if you're not familiar with the history of video game developers and publishers, and who can blame you, there are a lot of fights about licensed intellectual property of all kinds, but particularly this one where GoldenEye really was one of the major first-person shooters, a milestone in the history of video gaming that helped solve a lot of problems that first-person shooters had had coming from their PC environment where they were born over to consoles. But it involved a lot of licensing, especially after mergers and acquisitions. So at the time GoldenEye is made, GoldenEye is, of course, a James Bond property. It's licensed in from MGM to Nintendo and 
that allows Nintendo to have one of their subsidiaries in Rare make the game GoldenEye and sell it on their N64 system. The issue from there is that Rare, as you might know, isn't a Nintendo company anymore. Rare, after a series of transactions through its founders and elsewise, wound up buying out the Nintendo stake in Rare and selling all of Rare as a company to Microsoft and their Xbox division, which is why you see Rare games now delivered on Xbox, such as Sea of Thieves, their most popular title right now. But that put the resulting game in limbo. It's 1997. Nobody knew this was going to happen, but it does mean that these rights are separated. And people have speculated on what those right separations might be for years and years and years. Here's a Games Facts post, which is the one that I think is probably closest to what we can imagine happening behind the scenes from eight years ago that talks about Activision's Bond ownership, which probably didn't come into this so much, but says, hey, Activision's out of the James Bond game, sure. Rare owns the game assets this person posits, the level designs, the actual making of the game, but Nintendo owns the right to actually publish it, which puts Nintendo and Microsoft at odds. Now, we don't know the specifics here, and it is a little odd to think of a subsidiary having these different rights, but we don't know exactly what Nintendo's ownership structure was of Rare at the time, and it's suggestive that it wasn't wholly owned. This particular poster says, hey, Nintendo and Microsoft simply have to get together to come to an agreement on this, and I would argue that unlikely agreement is exactly what we are seeing today, but it is creating ripples across the internet because these two different products that bear the same name and are being advertised at the same time seem to have different features, one of which is the most important to a lot of folks, and that is online play. Let's see how The Verge covers it. In their article headlined, GoldenEye 007 is finally coming to Xbox and Nintendo Switch. After years of rights issues, a GoldenEye 007 remaster is here. Now, they're framing this as basically the same product. I'm not quite as sure. GoldenEye 007 is finally coming to Nintendo Switch and Xbox. Nintendo announced today that Rare is releasing GoldenEye 007 HD on Nintendo Switch and Xbox soon as a remaster of the legendary Nintendo 64 title that first launched in 1997. The remastered game includes 4K resolution, smoother frame rates, and even split-screen local multiplayer. Rare says it will arrive on Xbox Game Plus and Nintendo Switch Online, but online multiplayer modes will be exclusive to the Switch version, according to a post on the official 007 site. It's already important in just reading this paragraph to focus on where this sourcing is coming from. I tend to think that this is all getting muddled together. Because if we go to the goldeneye007.com site, which is not usually where we get our video game news from, folks, you see them reference the news as follows. As first announced during the latest Nintendo Direct broadcast, the Nintendo 64 Classic, again, notice the reference to the Nintendo 64 concept, is coming soon to the console's Nintendo 64 Nintendo Switch Online service. Microsoft also confirmed news today that a 4K resolution remaster is on its way to Xbox's Game Pass. Now, it's interesting to me that The Verge sees this paragraph, we know that because they link to this article for the next bit of news, and doesn't consider this description to suggest two different products, the Nintendo 64 version, the 1997 version, and a 4K resolution remaster. Some of that's coming from what Rare is saying. Some of that's coming from what Nintendo is saying. I don't blame anybody for getting confused on this. We can only speculate, and I can tell you what I think is happening behind the scenes here. Exclusive to the new Switch version of the 1997 title will be online play, allowing 007 fans across the world to take part in the popular four-person multiplayer mode together. 
And note this descriptor, the new Switch version of the 1997 title. Now, technically that's true either way. It's true if it's a 4K remaster, it's true in any direction, but it sounds like, again, the specification here is to have Nintendo talk about the 1997 version and Microsoft to talk about the remaster, which we will see in Microsoft's press release. I told you it was a fun day of competing corporate messaging. James Bond returns as GoldenEye 007 sets its sights on Xbox Game Pass. Since its original release in 1997, GoldenEye 007 has remained a beloved classic in the hearts and minds of millions of fans worldwide. Today, we're excited to announce that a new generation of players will soon get to experience the genre-defining stealth shooter gameplay for themselves, faithfully recreated to preserve the action and excitement of the original while adding new features for the modern age of gaming. This is Xbox now talking. Players will do these various things and will have the iconic split-screen local multiplayer mode, allowing up to four players to take to the couch in a battle of wits and skill. The original experience has been updated with improved control options, native 16 by 9 resolution up to 4K Ultra HD, a consistent refresh rate, and a full complement of achievements to unlock. GoldenEye 007 will be made available on Xbox One and Xbox Series X slash S as part of Xbox Game Pass. No reference to being able to buy this at all. Additionally, players who own a digital copy of Rare Replay, the 30-game compilation of classics from the award-winning studio behind GoldenEye 007's original release, i.e. Rare, it's a little odd to not include the word Rare as the company name here, will be able to download and enjoy the game free of charge. So Rare Replay was supposed to get you basically all the games Rare made. It didn't have the ones that were specific to Nintendo, like Donkey Kong 64. But now that GoldenEye is going to be available on Xbox, it goes to those purchasers of Rare Replay free of charge. And so technically you can buy it, although there might be a date consideration here. All of this, the entire reason I'm making this video is to talk to you about my corporate law experience, which is suggestive to me of two sides getting together here and stipulating certain, certain things to one another, right? So if you look at these press releases, what I can see is as posited by GameFAQs message board user Ryan C some decade ago, these two cats just needed to get together, Keymaster and Gatekeeper for all time, but they don't like to advantage one another. So one of the things that's happening here is I would be willing to bet Rare says, okay, we have the rights to the game. Nintendo says, that's fine. We have the rights to publish. Let's decide on what this is going to be. And these two guys got together and said, Nintendo, sure, you're allowed to release the original version that you published basically untouched, but for the changes that you allow through your emulation software, including what Nintendo had solved through their emulation solution, which is Netplay, getting online, playing these local games through the internet. That hasn't been something that has otherwise been solved for Xbox's emulation, but probably could be solved through a remaster. And it would appear that one of the things that the party stipulated to in this is that, okay, fine, you can make your remaster. You can technically have the better version. It's going to be 4K. It's going to have achievements. It's going to do all these various things to smooth out frame rate. Sure, you're going to have control options. Maybe Nintendo will have control options. Certainly, people will be interested to see how GoldenEye, one of the more famous games in video game history, actually controlled when it was released if Nintendo forces people to play uh, in that manner. You can have all of these things, Xbox, but 
You can't sell it separately. You can't just have a golden eye published output because we still have those publishing rights. Those aren't to be challenged. And so you can put it into other packages. You've got a subscription service. Yeah, I guess you've got rare replay. That's fine. But somebody can't go and say, I want to purchase golden eye and I'm purchasing it from you. To which Xbox might have responded, okay, that's fine. You can't sell it separately either. You have to put it in your Nintendo Switch Online and expansion pack, and then that's our accord. Nobody gets to buy it just as GoldenEye. Nintendo gets its version from back in 1997 that it always held the publishing rights to. Microsoft can make a better version, but Nintendo's going to hold on to online and tell Microsoft that they can't have an online competing version so that at least Nintendo has something to argue is better in their version because they do have these publishing rights. So that's where it came down with Microsoft in all likelihood agreeing to Nintendo's terms here as term as Nintendo agreed to Microsoft's and the good news is this is a prime perfect example of two corporations that are ostensibly rivals getting together to make sure that video gamers can play one of the most historically important games of all time. So now I did joke online that we might be taking buying exclusives a bit too far when this started to be unraveled at places like The Verge and on Twitter and on social media in general. But I don't actually think that's what happened here. I don't think this is Nintendo purchasing an exclusive unless you consider that a part of the negotiation package. So while others have posited, hey, it's because of the net play, hey, it's because of this, maybe it isn't exclusive. I do think it's exclusive. I don't think you're going to be able to play it online from Microsoft, even if they had that functionality because they're effectively rebuilding the thing and Nintendo doesn't appear to be doing that particular project. It's still in the nature of something that's unusual to be exclusive to one system over the other. So, did Nintendo just make online an exclusive? As lawyers are wont to say, yes and no. But at the end of the day, it should give us all hope that maybe games that are caught in intellectual property limbo might one day find release, as I've long longed for with respect to No One Lives Forever. And if you want to look at some articles on that, it's got a long and tortured history. And maybe, just maybe, it might release someday not too far in the future. If you enjoy these conversations about the business and law of video game software technology and fun stuff, please do consider supporting the channel at Utreon or at Patreon, any way that your heart might like. Otherwise, just subscribing, telling folks we're having these conversations, fun talks about this industry that we enjoy so much. Every single little bit helps. If you caught this on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. And if you listen to it as a podcast, thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you on the very next episode of Virtual Legality. Virtual Legality is a YouTube video series with audio podcast versions presented as commentary and for education and entertainment purposes only. It does not constitute legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. If you have legal questions about the topics discussed, please consult your own legal counsel.